Today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. For $30 off your first order, go to HelloFresh.com and enter promo code COFFEECONVOS30. Hey guys, um, it's Coffee Combos with Kayla Lindsay, and we have a lot of stuff going on today. Um, so we had Leah on the podcast last week, which um, I thought was a good episode. Lindsay, what do you think? I thought it was really good. I loved having Leah, and I loved seeing a, dif- a different perspective from a girl mom, since I don't have that. And I thought it was really cute, her situation with Jeremy, and I'll be interested to keep following the story because I think there's more to it. I think Jeremy and Leah will get back together, but that's just my opinion. Yeah. These are only our opinions, but yeah, I think they will too, for sure. Um, so during that episode, we talked a lot about, um, we mentioned the cease and desist from Janelle again. And we mentioned how Dave, David was popping balloons on set with knife with a knife. And, um, you know, when we were on Instagram live, Obviously, Janelle heard through the grapevine or she watched it or whatever, and she got really upset about it and went on Vince Russo's podcast, which might I add that nobody knows who he is, at least not our generation of people. Most people don't know who he is. And I didn't know who he was, but Janelle decided to go on her go on his podcast and um, some things were said. So I'm going to go ahead and look at my notes and talk about what Janelle said in the podcast and then we're going to have Vince Russo on the podcast because he had a lot to say about me as well. And um, I just kind of want to have a one-on-one with him and Lindsay can be the mediator. So, Lindsay, did you listen to the Janelle and Vince's podcast? Yes, I actually did listen to it just because, you know, I'm half of Coffee Combos and I think that there were some things that were misconstrued. And I think the whole thing with, um, I don't even know Janelle's husband's name. What's his name? Uh David, David, David. Um, I didn't even think it was that big of a deal. What was said, I think it was like blown up way more than what it was. And then it was almost like one thing that you and Leah said that was like really quick and brief. And then we moved on to something totally different and they were never mentioned again, other than the fact of you guys having a good time one time in Myrtle beach, um, going jet skiing and well, so, right. but that's the whole thing is, and we didn't start the podcast off about Janelle. The whole, the whole podcast was not about Janelle and David. Like it was mentioned and then we moved on and talked about other things. And I don't know why she thinks that, you know, we're talking about her all the time. So I think that's why it was good for me to, we can get on here and clarify that. And also hear from Vince. So they opened their podcast instantly was about me. The first name that came out of her, her mouth was mine. And um, she said that I'm jealous of her airtime, um, but I just want to clarify that I'm not because we get paid the same. So have a nice day. And um, I get special. <laughs> she gets special treatment. Um, yeah, I do think she gets special treatment, and I don't think it's because I don't think it's for a good reason. It's not because she is carrying the show. I think it's because she's a lunatic. Um, so they have to tread lightly. Um, anyways, moving on. What else did she said? I had a baby for ratings. So let's get this straight. I met Chris in 2014 when I started going to college here in Delaware and we were friends for a long time. And when we got into a relationship, I kept it private and he was never on the show, never discussed on the show, none of that. So yes, I could see why it would be a surprise to everyone when I got pregnant. However, to me, I was with him for a long time before I got pregnant. So I just, 
wanted to clarify that. Um, and- well, and everybody has to understand too, you guys are a collective cast and you guys aren't filming together unless it's like a reunion show or something like that, that all cast is there. So really, to be honest, you guys don't know any more about each other's lives than other viewers know and like what's going on. Like you know about your life, but you don't know necessarily what's being filmed at Janelle's or Chelsea's or Leah's or whatever. So I think it's just like a little silly to be having these conversations with other people instead of just like having them with yourselves as young women. If Janelle has an issue, she should be able to text you or vice versa. You should be able to text her and have and a you know, conversation. It was, that way. it was that way for a long time where we would be able to text each other problems, even if we were fighting. And then Janelle has just her own way of seeing things. And I feel like I had her back a lot in the beginning. I gave her money to get out of jail. I met her in New Jersey when, and I had, I called off of work that day and met her in New Jersey when she was strung out and was helping her out. So, I mean, I just don't know how you can then turn around and spin everything on me. So she says that, um, she doesn't understand why we don't get along. I had a baby for ratings, um, that I was going to tell Javi while he was deployed that I wanted a divorce, which is also false because I filed for divorce before Javi was deployed. And, um, uh, she said that I, I don't know if I said this already, but that I try so hard to make up storylines while she just lives her life. So those are all things that, I mean, kind of bogus, but moving on from that. Um, but I don't think should... that like, I think everybody's just living their life to be fair. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it just kind of came about that teen mom decided to follow podcast because that was something that, you know, you were involved in and we were doing and something that they wanted people to see that, you know, you were doing. And just like if you and Javi are fighting or you and Joe have a disagreement, which is like never, but if y'all did, they would follow that because that's true to what's going on in your life. And nobody can tell you what's true or what's not true other than yourself. Like, I just don't understand why it has to be that way and why like the relationships all have to be completely sour. Y'all are a collective cast and everything should be you know, working for the betterment of the show and for the viewers, you know, that the people that you're helping, you know, with your right. stories. And I that's agree. the end goal is to be able to help the people that are watching you. And yes, are you making mistakes? You're human. You're out here making the same mistakes as everybody else. Yours is just televised and it's reaching a broader audience. And, you know, that is what it is. It's not like you're out here bragging about having three kids with three different dads and, Whatever, I it's just, just think that's it's your story. That, right. Well, I want to touch on the the, the three, three kids by three dads thing when when Vince gets on the phone because he um him and Noel on the on their podcast said that my I my kids this is what he says um, that he's worried about my poor kids um, and the difference Noel his whoever I don't know if Noel is his wife or who she is but. Um, she says that Janelle's different with three kids by three men because she got married and is trying to better her life. And I, Vince says, is spin- I'm spitting out babies for money. Um, and basically what people don't understand is that Janelle's childhood makes her who she is and that she's a victim of, everyone's a victim of their own environment. This is the way she was born and she had no control over this. It started at ch- during her childhood and people are curious about her background um, and I, I'm spitting out kids. I need to get my life together. And basically that Janelle has daddy issues and that's why she is the way she is. So, 
Um, I'm going to touch on all those things because it sounds a lot like my life as well. So let's call him. Hello. Hi, is this Vince? Yes. Hi, Vince. It's Kale and Lindsay from Coffee Combos. Okay, so let's talk. Let's, let's, Wait, hold, hold you want to introduce. Hold on for a second. Go ahead. Sure. Your, um, your uh, co-host there is Lindsay. Lindsay, yes. <laughs> so let's start with introducing Vince on our podcast. He um, had Janelle on his podcast, I guess, last week or the other day. And um, I, I have to be honest with you, Vince. I didn't know who the hell you were until Janelle went on your podcast. And I think you can thank her for that because now tons of people know your name. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean, I've, um, I'm, I'm from a different world than you guys are in. I mean, I've been in the, um, I've been in the sports entertainment business since like 1991. So that's kind of where I made a living and how I, um, you know, how I uh, established the name for myself. So, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised that you guys didn't know who I was. I um I googled you and sports entertainment. I didn't see anything on that. I just saw WWE. But that being said, what in the world are you all doing watching Teen Mom? Oh man, I I've been watching you guys from day one. I mean, I, I've been watching <laughs> I've, I've been watching you guys since um, sixteen and pregnant. I I could tell you your whole story uh, and your whole really. Background. You can tell me my whole story. I don't know if you can because. I listened to the podcast and I, it took me two times because the first time I couldn't get through the first 10 minutes. And then the second time I listened to it, I listened to the whole thing. And I don't think you can tell me my whole story because um, let's just jump right into this. And I, I got to the part where you're you're going off about how um, I have three children by three dads. And the reason why Janelle is different is because... Um, you know, we're all victims of our own environment, you said, and this is the way that this is what she was born into and she had no control over it. And so this is instilled in her from childhood. Um, so I'm just spitting out kids and she's not. And basically you say that she has daddy issues. So if you know my whole story, then you would know that my childhood is very similar to Janelle's. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I don't know. Listen, Kale, first of all, you have to understand something. I'm not I am not here to argue with you. Because I, like I said, I, I've been following this show for the past nine years. You know, as a television viewer, that's all I am. I don't have any hatred towards you or any of the girls. I mean, that that would be um, that would be kind of asinine. Uh, I, I don't I don't have loyalties to any of the girls. I'll be honest with you. Out of the eight girls, there's there's really one girl that I do not like because she makes it very 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 difficult for anybody to like her but outside of that um you know i'm i I, there's there's no hatred or anything like that on my part i was just a little confused because never anywhere any place did i say to janelle or you know that oh I, i think it's okay that you had three babies with three dads i i mean i i don't think that's okay that's my opinion, and you know I'm. I'm but a you lot made excuses for her. You made excuses no, no, for I, her. I, well, no, 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 no. They're not excuses. The same thing goes for you. I, I mean, listen, we we are all victims of of our circumstances. I mean, there's there's no doubt about that. We're the people we are because of what we experience in our lives. I mean, that's that's who we are. So, and that that's why I don't judge people because we're all the way we but are. But you did. No, I, I didn't. I, I you gave said that my actions, yeah, well, your opinion directly is a result of a judgment because you said, um, 
that I have this baby that I had came out of nowhere with a third guy and then a lesbian affair afterwards. And that's dis- that disgusts people. So by I saying that exact- people are disgusted is a judgment. So to sit there and say that you don't judge people and then turn around and say that is contradicting yourself. And so that's why I wanted to get to the bottom of this. I want to take a minute to talk about my favorite way to cook, and that's HelloFresh. HelloFresh is an awesome service that sends ingredients and recipes right to my door. I don't have to spend time going to the store and figure out any meal plans. It's just so, so easy. They send everything pre-measured, and they have options based on your protein preference and family size, and they are priced around $10 a meal, so it's cheaper than eating out and much, much better for you. I like it because you're able to cook things that you might never try otherwise, and you can familiarize yourself with different ingredients. My favorite recipe was the um, one that Kale and I talked about a few episodes back. It was the macaroni and cheese and cauliflower recipe. That was so, so good. And Jackson really loved it too. So it tells you that it is kid approved. What's better than that for a mom? And for our listeners, they're offering $30 off your first order if you go to HelloFresh.com and enter promo code COFFEECONVOS30. That's HelloFresh.com, promo code COFFEECONVOS30. Normally, I wouldn't try to defend myself, but in an instant like this, I feel like it's necessary. Well, Kel, I got to be honest with you. I, I think that, and again, this is an opinion, okay? I think that's part of the problem, you defending yourself. Because it, it appears to me, and listen, you have to understand, you, you guys can't, you know, I don't think it's right for you to get hot at anybody for watching a television show and, you know, seeing what they're presenting to us. And all we're doing is forming an opinion. And every single person who watches your show has a different opinion because we're all different people. And like right off the bat, I I mean, your response to me, I I could see it immediately was was one of the defensive and being very defensive. And I and I think that's I think that's part of the problem, because, first of all, it wasn't a judgment. You live your life. I live my life. You could do whatever you choose to do. It doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form. So when, right. when, when I'm watching the show, it's like any other show. It's like me watching a movie or, uh, you know, me, me watching any show. I'm, I'm drawing an opinion on the show. So I stayed in an opinion. And from my point of view, because I'm looking at it from a – I've got three grown kids. I'm looking at it from a kid's perspective. I don't think it's good for anybody to have three kids with three different daddies or moms. It doesn't, it doesn't matter whether, whether it's a guy or a girl, and it doesn't matter who it is. I just know from experience that's going to affect their lives as they grow older down the road. And that's just my But do you, th- you don't I mean, think that I don't, you don't? You don't think that I already know that? Like, I I listened to the podcast and you said, you know, the thing that I don't understand is that this is what I show people and this is the perspective that they, this is what they see. I understand that, but I'm busy trying to pick up the pieces of that. And I, you, your words were exactly that you feel bad for my poor freaking kids because I'm a train, train wreck as a mom. But, um... As far as that goes, I mean, I suck at relationships and yeah, I do feel bad for my kids and I think I did make some shitty choices. But at the same time, my kids are all fed. 
My kids are all happy and healthy. They're some of the most polite kids that have been on the show. And I don't think that anyone can disagree with me there. And so I don't think that I'm lacking as a mom, as a, a wife, as a, you know, girlfriend. Yeah, maybe. But I can't, you can't say my poor freaking kids when there's, they're so happy. They're so healthy. There's nothing wrong with them. So that in itself, I feel like was a fucked up comment. You are all hung up on my words and what I said on a wrestling podcast that is entertaining. Yeah, yeah, basically, I do a podcast. I'm on Podcast One. I podcast seven days a week. I am an entertainer. I've been an entertainer since 1991. That's what I do. My personality is New York over the top. I wear my passion on the sleeve. I think you're throwing up the defense mechanism, and I think you're missing something huge. All you're hearing is my words, and all you're hearing is what I said. You're not hearing the intention. And, and what we do in New York is we're opinionated. We say how we feel, and when we care about you, we're telling you something that we think is for your own good. There was nothing that was said that was malicious or hateful or nothing. It, it, it basically was, if you want to categorize it as tough love, that's how I look at it. And I, I think part of the issues you have is here you got a guy, 57 years old, that has been watching you on his couch for nine years and that has been rooting for you for nine years and that wants to see you succeed. And because of the way I said something, you're all caught up in that and you're missing the point of, I said those things out of a place of caring because I, I do, I have no reason to dislike you or I'm not on team Janelle. That was the first time I ever spoke to Janelle in my life. I, I, I as a fan of the show, I'm just as concerned with her for different reasons as I am about you. But I, I just think you got to be a little bit careful because there are going to be people that try to help you in your life. And when you throw up that defensive wall and only see what you want to see and you're really not listening to the message underneath, I just think you're going to miss something. There, I'm not missing anything, Vince, because I already know that I suck at relationships. I already know where I fucked up and I already know, um, you know, what goes on. So that's what I'm trying to do is pick up the pieces from the relationships with my kids' fathers so that they can ha we can co-parent the best we can and obviously not have another situation like this. However, that being said, I obviously want to clarify where you guys don't obviously know some of the story. Number one, it was said on your podcast that... You know, you, you talked about Joe being a, a good guy. I never said he wasn't a good guy. But at the time, obviously, we went through some shit and there were things that didn't air. So we were also 17, 18, 19 years old. So, no, I mean, I think it's safe to say that we weren't going to work out regardless. I meet Javi. We were married for five years and that also didn't work out. I filed for divorce before he deployed. And it is what it is. Uh, I mean, I don't understand how... You know, Noel, obviously Noelle's not here, so she can't speak for speak on this. But she said, you know, the difference between me and Janelle is that Janelle got married, so she's trying to better herself. So, number one, marriage is not a solution to everything. Number two, I think 
the same can be said for me when I married Javi and we were together for five years. However, I was also young, but I already know that I'm bad at relationships. I already know that that's a huge lack, you know, lack on my part, but to sit there and say my poor freaking kids and I'm a train wreck for a mother. I think that's one place that I don't lack is as a mom. So I just, that's where I'm upset. I don't care what you think about me as a whole. I don't care if you think I'm, you know, whatever I have, I think for the cards that I've been dealt, I do a good job for what I have. And um, you know, I'm very self-aware. I know I get defensive, but when you talk about my kids and you bring my kids into it, I'm going to get upset. Well, I don't think you are. I don't think you are aware because you're, I'm you're not aware def- of what your, your defense hurts you because my defense you, hurts me. How? Because here you have a guy with no agenda whatsoever, has never met you, does not know you personally, but has been following you, following you and watching your show for the past nine years. And nine years sitting back and watching you and, and listen, I, I'm not an idiot. I was in TV. I, I've been in TV for 25 years. If you don't think I don't understand that MTV isn't, isn't uh, negotiating the ways and isn't, uh, you know, creating conflict and pitting people against each other. I'm not a moron. I, I, no, I don't think TV. they do that. Hey guys, I'm so excited to tell you about the new spring FabFitFun box. It's here and it's awesome. Oh my gosh. So let me tell you, it has four fashion forward products to launch your look into full bloom for spring and seven self-care products for relaxation and pampering. I really look forward to getting this box every season and I'm in love with the Maya Brenner Designs Love Bracelet in Rose, um, the Etika Tassel Earrings in the back, in black, and um, the Silky Corez Body Butter, and especially the Ish Lip Statement Palette, which allows you to experiment with your own color combos and mix and match to create one-of-a-kind shades. I love it. When I get the latest FabFitFun box, I make a big production out of opening it. I have a whole ritual waiting until it's my quiet time, no kids, no distractions. I hole up in my bedroom and just treasure opening each piece. I really feel spoiled knowing that there are full-size products, no samples of anything, and the total retail value of the FabFitFun spring box is over $350. Sign up for FabFitFun today and get your spring box. The FabFitFun spring box is in limited supply, and these boxes always sell out. Use our code COFFEE to get $10 off your first box. Go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code COFFEE to get $10 off your first box. That's over $350 for only $39.99. Go to FabFitFun.com and use my code COFFEE to get $10 off your FabFitFun box. I don't think that they pin people against each other. However, I will say that You know, when things happened with Javi and I, I shut down. I didn't want to film because we made a promise to each other that we weren't going to film certain things. And as Javi's wife and ex-wife and the mother of his child, I wasn't going to film about a lot of things on his end because he could lose his job. So I was protecting him. And by that, I came off a certain way. That's my own fault. And I see that now. But um, I don't think that... And and, and that's absolutely correct. I mean, what, what, what you just said was absolutely true. And I'm glad that you realize that because, you know, we're seeing what we're seeing on TV. And, you know, again, for you to get hot at me because of what I'm seeing on television, you don't have to defend yourself. I see your kids, okay? Your kids are very well-mannered and very respectful. You've got great kids. That never came into question. But I got So then where you, am and, I a train wreck and, as a mom? 
the I'll, I'll tell you exactly why. And it's not just you. Okay, again, understand something. I am 30 years older than you. I, I've, I've raised three kids. As a matter of fact, I, my second child is your age, and I have a 22-year-old daughter. So I've been around the block. Now, you have to understand, from my couch, the last three pregnancies on that show have been, are you freaking kidding me? That, that's what, not just you, the last three pregnancies that through my television screen, screen kind of came out of nowhere to a guy like me watching the show, a father who has had kids and who have, has seen your struggles over the last nine years, that's the WTF moment for me. And for you, you, you wait, wait a minute, let me finish. You shouldn't get hot over that. That's, that's, my, that's my reaction. That's all it is. It's my reaction. And that's fine. I'm not saying that you can't react that way. I'm not I'm not hot at your opinion over like I like I just said, I don't care what you say about me outside of being a mom, but to bring my kids into it. But also you're I feel like you're contradicting yourself a little bit again because you keep saying like you kept saying on your other podcasts, you know, Janelle's a victim of, of her environment, just right. like the rest of us. Okay. So I'm trying to I don't need to defend myself, but I'm going to because I want you to understand. You know, I also had a similar childhood, but I didn't have either parents. So if you can understand that, then you but, can but, understand. But, but, but you want, you want, you know, listen, I don't want to get in an argument with you because we're not getting not into my, an argument. Uh, I'm just, okay, I'm okay, asking, I'm on. asking you where, you, how you're coming to these conclusions okay, aside you, from what you, you see on the you show. Want, you want to talk about contradictory. You want, you want to talk about that. You, you, yes, you are a victim of your circumstances, just like Janelle and just like me. And you, your mother and father obviously weren't there. So, so let, let me make sense of this now. So you're going to bring a third child into the world that doesn't have a father there on a full-time basis? No, that's not, the, no, that's not, that, I didn't go into it saying, oh, I'm going to have a child with him out of nowhere and he's not going to be a part of the kid's life. You guys don't, what I'm, that's another reason why I wanted to explain myself because Chris and I were together for two years. He didn't film. I filed for divorce. Chris and I were together and we got pregnant. We were together for two full years. He didn't want to be a part of the show. So yes, I see where the shock factor comes in. I understand that people were confused, but I didn't go, I thought Chris and I were going to be together. I didn't, I didn't think that this was never going to work out. Yeah, we had our ups and downs, but I was never like, okay. oh, let me just. Mikhail, listen, listen. He, please hear me out. Listen, I'm, I'm talking because I like you. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm here. And what you just said, you see, here's what you just said. I thought me and Chris were going to be together. I thought. Now, now, hear me out for a second, because this is what I'm looking at as a guy with 30 more years of wisdom on this planet than you. Okay? It didn't, it didn't work out with Joe. School. Joe, Joe's a good dad. You guys got your stuff together. You're raising, uh, you know, you're raising Isaac's a freaking thing. Okay, cool. No problem. Didn't work with Javi. Okay, that one was a little bit more dicey because of how attached Isaac was to Javi. And, and it seems you guys are working that out. That's cool. But I'm talking about from my point of view now, if I went through those two misses, if that were me 
I am not going to have a third child because I thought things were going to work out between me and the father. I would only have that third child if me and, me and the father were together for X amount of period of time. It was rock solid, and that third child was going to have a father in his life. That's all. So that, 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 that's the way I look at that. And again, I can't expect you to look at it that way. You're a lot younger than I, I am. I've experienced a lot more things. But if it were me, I just would have made sure this third relationship is rock solid without a shadow of a doubt. That's, that's all. And by you saying I thought, to, to me, thinking it, wasn't good enough to me at the time, you're not listening though because at the time i obviously thought it was solid i thought it was solid enough to go through with the pregnancy i mean i can't i didn't know what was going to happen when i got pregnant or that you know what i mean that he was going to be gone i didn't know that listen y'all i'm sick and tired of wasting time at the freaking mall trying on a bunch of things that often don't look right or even fit right I really have a limited amount of time that I can devote to shopping, but yet I don't want to get behind the curve and not have nice options to choose from in my closet. And that's why I've stopped wasting all of my time and started having someone else do the work for me. It's called Latote. Guys, Latote. This is the deal. You basically rent up to $300 worth of clothes from top designers, BCBG, Rebecca Minkoff, and tons more for as low as $59 a month. I love it. The service is the easiest thing to do. You go to the website, latote.com. You tell them a little bit about yourself, what you love, what you don't love, and they create for you a personalized tote that comes to you in the mail. You wear what you want for as long as you want, and then you return it for free in the bag provided. This service has virtually eliminated wasteful trips to the mall for me and freed me up so much um, time for things that I actually like to do. And I'm telling you guys have to try it. Go to latote.com. That's L-E-T-O-T-E.com to get started. Enter promo code coffee at checkout to get 50% off your first month. From there, you will get your completely customized tote within days, wear it all. And when you're done, return the rest in the mail. They'll start preparing your next tote immediately. Again, that's latote.com. Enter our code coffee and you'll always have something new to wear. Him, yeah, I, I'm a firm believer. Everybody is an f up. Okay. Well, Lindsay, right. Sit, I mean, but shit. Hindsight what? is always twenty twenty. Like no shit. So I, I you know, saying but, that you have thirty but, but, years but, but, on it doesn't really mean anything to me because obviously, looking back, I see everything right without see, with but, with Kale, clear that, vision. That's, that's the whole thing. We are all f up. You're an f up. Lindsay's an f up. Vince is an f up. Janelle's an f up. We're all F up. And listen, I don't want to get into this either. I, I'm, I'm a Christian guy. So I know I need God in my life because I'm an F up. I, I can't do this on my own. I'm a sinner. That's why I'm a Christian guy. I need God's help. But I'm also a firm believer in this. We're all going to make mistakes over and over and over again. That's how we grow as people. If we don't make mistakes in our life, and, and there are no errors in our life. First of all, that's impossible because we're not perfect. There's only one guy that was ever perfect that ever walked, walked the earth. So we're all going to F up. But here's the thing. And this, and, and I, I hadn't learned this when I was your age. I, I'm being honest with you. I did not know this at 26 years old. I think that's what you are. Here's, yeah, I'm here's the thing. We're all going to F up. 
but that's meant to happen because what we're supposed to do is learn from those mistakes that we made. And all, all I'm saying is the, the, the two marriages didn't work out. So now, you know, it, it's dual custody. I've only been married and, once, Vince. I've only been married okay, once. Yeah, I'm sorry. The two relationships, let me put it that way. They didn't work out. So, of course, it is hindsight being 2020. But once, you know, there's a, a third child, I just think, man, at that time, you got to be super, 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 super smart and careful because of what happened the two times previous. And, and like I said, it, it's not only you. I'm, I'm looking at Amber's pregnancy. You know, unfortunately, Caitlin, you know, had the miscarriage. But I was looking at her preg- pregnancy, what she was going through mentally and emotionally at the time. And I'm sitting here again, 30 years older, and I'm saying, do you really want to bring another kid into this world with the things that you're struggling with? So, I mean, you got to understand somebody like me that raised three kids, I'm always going to be looking from the kid's perspective. That's where I'm always going to be coming from. But I'm coming from a good place. Because I okay, well, you sh- I think I was- you should have worded it better. And you know what? You're absolutely right about that. Because as you can see by talking to me, I am an emotional Italian New Yorker. That's my baggage. That's the way I was raised. You know, I my heart's on my sleeve, right or wrong or indifferent. And I agree with you 1,000%. But you have to understand sometimes, and I'm just telling you, but... Listen, I was in the wrestling business for a long time, and and I dealt with thousands and thousands and thousands of wrestlers. And and part of my job, to be honest with you, was I I had to be like a— To write scripts. I had to be a a psychiatrist because I I, I dealt with so many egos and so many personalities, and, and I had to get into everybody's head to understand where they're coming from. Now, please, please hear me out and let me tell you, let me tell you this, because I've been watching you for nine years. I think I know you. I don't know the parts MTV don't show me. And I think a lot of that is your fault. And you said it earlier. It is my fault. Yeah. I already know that. You took, you took a lot of the hobby heat because you, you, you didn't, you didn't defend yourself at, at that. And you know what? That's very righteous of you. And that's very respectful of you being in the military. Maybe you would have said some things that could have hurt him. And that is, he, he should be kissing your feet for that. But, you know, again, while I'm watching the show, I can see there's control issues with Avi. Avi looks like he may have a little bit of a temper. We can kind of see those things. But you took the high road and you didn't go there. And that's well, that's, I, because my because whether we get we're getting along or not, or whether he thinks that I cheated or not, at the end of the day, he's the father of my son. His job provides health insurance for our son, and so I'm not going to jeopardize his job. That being said, though, um, you know, people are going to bring up the PFA, you know, with Javi. If I cared about his job, I wouldn't have you know filed that. But however, at the time, he was harassing that. So, like you said, he does have control issues. You know, um, you know, when you're calling 20 times in a row, um, but. I understand that I made my own self look a certain way. And I think the producers tried to tell me that at the time, but I wasn't hearing it because 
I thought, okay, maybe if I don't film about this, they won't show it. Well, it backfired on me. So, I mean, yeah, I fully acknowledge that that's my fault and I could have done a better job telling my story, but I don't think that I am a horrible person per se or necessarily a train wreck. Yeah, I've made some shitty choices, but I wouldn't call myself a Listen, can I apologize for the word train wreck? I apologize for the way I I, I put things. Okay, that, you know, a lot of that is show business and shtick. Okay, as far as horrible person, there's one horrible person on both shows. And I think we both know who that is. You're you're not the horrible person. Okay, And, and, and I never said you are a horrible person no you didn't but you and called I me a train wreck and you, you said are. that my my kids my poor freaking kids so obviously i'm gonna i am gonna get defensive when it comes to something like right. that but listen now hear me hear me out for a second because listen i i you know who hulk hogan is yes i do okay i dealt with hulk hogan and he's he's i know i saw i, I read he, it he, he, the, the ego is on these wrestlers you have no idea what, what i had to deal with hear me out for a second Please hear me out because this conversation, I want, I wanted to be on your show. I, I'd love for you to come on my show because I, I, I think I really believe, I think it will help because here's the thing. I, I kind of have an idea of, you know, you, you had a, your, your, your upbringing was screwed up. Um, I, I don't know what the situation is with your dad. I'd love to know. I mean, it was the same with Janelle. Because as and a I guy, met him one time. Okay, well, you see, I mean, he, here's the thing, Kel. As a guy, I've, I've been married for 34 years, faithful to my wife from day one. The first thing we ask when we're watching your story or Janelle's story, the first thing I'm saying is, where's the father? That's, that's the first. I want to know where the father is. Well, we don't know that. Like, that's a big mystery. We've seen your mother on a couple of occasions. And, I mean, we can see the issue there. So no doubt you had a very, very, very uh, difficult upbringing, which you did not deserve. I I mean, you know, you were put in that situation. It was something you had to deal with, you know, and here you are now a grown woman with a family of your own, and you still suffer from that upbringing. Okay. And that, that is all understandable. What that has done is, it has caused you to be so sensitive. And let me tell you something. And here's the part that I respect more than you will ever know. The type of show I have, I am very controversial. I say what's on my mind. And a lot of people have, you know, and I'm talking grown-ass men, they have problems with some of the things I say. So what do they do? They go on the Internet and they bury me behind my back. And what do I do? I say, if you've got something to say to me, say it to my face. Say it to right. We're both adults. Let's have a conversation. And I promise you, we will come out of it better people. So when, when you threw out about coming on your show, I, first of all, it didn't surprise me because you are one tough woman. I, there's no question about that. Far and away, the toughest female out of all eight mothers. I mean, no question about that. But because you're so tough, because you've got this protective shell around you because of the way you were raised and because of the way you were hurt, and it's like you you, you, you have this shell where you won't let anybody in and you're so protective, 1,000%, 1,000%, 
understandable. However, if you don't let people in that honestly and truly care about you, it's going to be so difficult for you to overcome feeling that way. And like I said, with me, I mean, you you came at me 100% defensive, and that's cool. But I was coming from a place of, hey, man, I'm rooting for you. Like, I'm in, I'm in your corner. I'm watching your life. I, I, I would not – listen, I can't imagine myself being a single mom and raising three kids. I, I couldn't imagine myself raising three kids, period. If my wife had to go out to work and I had to stay home and raise my kids, I couldn't have even imagined that. But you, not only did you raise the kids, you got the degree, you, you have zero help, and I'm talking about from parents. I, I can't even imagine that. But I, I think at some point you, you, you have to realize those that screwed you in the past and those that beat you up in the past and those that scarred you in the past, not everybody's that way. And I mean, and there are going to be people that come through your life that are sincere and genuinely care and want to help you. And I'm just afraid that you may miss those opportunities because your shell is so hard because of your upbringing. Does that make sense? Well, right. Absolutely. And I think I know that and I can acknowledge that and I say it all the time. I already already know that. I just think... See, let let me you, ask you this: You know sure. that, but do, do you think do you think that's changing? No, I don't. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I think at this point, I'm 25, and I I need to focus on other things right now, like being a mom and working and doing those things, and the rest will fall into place. I think the show makes it very hard for me to. Um, to read people, and uh, I don't always have a good judge of character when it comes to people's intentions. And so whether it's, um, you know, related to my childhood or what people have done to me in the past, I think it's very hard for me now because I'm like, okay, well now I have a TV show and I have money and I have this and I have that. So I don't trust people in that way. And I think, um, you know, you said Javi's a good guy. Well, yeah, I think he's a good guy too. I think he's a good dad. However, he seeked me out for the sole purpose of being on the show and people don't know that. And so when I found that out, it was very hard for me and it's hard for me now. And then when I met, you know, Lux's dad, Chris, Chris did not seek me out. And so, but it was also a a bad judge of character because, you know, I had, you know, for other reasons. So I think that there's a lot more involved than me just having a tough exterior and me, you know, judging people essentially based on my childhood. I think it goes deeper than that. Um, And I don't see that changing anytime soon, but I'm hoping to work on it in the future. I just, I'm focused on other things right now other than dating. Can I ask you a very very personal question? And you you don't have to answer it if you don't want to, but I'm very curious. Sure. Do you have, I I, I mean, and again, I'm not going to go on this tangent because that's not who I am. Do you have God in your life? I don't. Okay, I, I, I'm going to tell you what I'm a firm believer of. And, and again, I would never listen. I, 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 I grew up Catholic, but I was the Catholic that my parents dragged me to church every single week. I, I got nothing out of it. I didn't want to go. Uh, the, 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 the pastors were, were speaking over my head. I didn't get it. I knew there was a God, 
but the religion thing just wasn't clicking with me. I did not become saved. I did not become a Christian until I was 42 years old. Okay, so you, you may have another 16 years. I don't know. But here's the thing I learned when, when God slapped me upside the freaking head when I hit rock bottom because I was my own worst enemy. And it was basically like, okay, are you ready to listen to me now? And I said, yes, here are the keys to the car. You drive it. I'm going to come along for the ride. And one of the things I learned from that experience, and I'm passing this along to you because you don't have to believe in God or be a Christian to believe this, okay? I really, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, truly believe that people are placed in our life. And I believe that we, we cross paths with other people for a reason. Either we're supposed to get something from them, or they are supposed to pass something along to us. And whether you're a Christian or not doesn't really matter. But, like, my, my, my concern for you would be that I believe there are going to be some people that are going to be placed in your life. And you know what? Some of those people you're supposed to help, and that's why they're there. But on the other side of the coin— some of those people are put there to help you. And the, the, you always say, you know, I suck at relationships. I'm bad at relationships. I'm bad at relationships. And, and, and I say, Mr. Wright is going to come along. Your perfect partner is going to come along, and the pieces are going to fit, and you're going to know it. Because there's going to be no drama no yelling, no screaming, no water protection, nothing. You two are going to be made for each other. And like my, my concern is you're such a tough, tough lady that I just don't want you to miss an opportunity when certain people are going to be there that are designed to help you, but because they can't break that shell, they go away because none of us can do this alone. Absolutely none of us. And listen, my, my mom just passed away. My dad's 87 years old. I talk to him every single day. I cannot imagine a life with no parents. And I'm talking about your life. You, I can't imagine that. I don't even want to think about that. But that's why I'm saying it. You know, you're an island. And you, you're so strong, and you know this is the way I have to be. But, but again, I'm just telling you, there are going to be people that come through your life that are there to help you. And you, 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 you got to open up that heart a little bit, you know, just to let them in. And, Kel, can I say one other thing? I sure. have to say this. Do you mind? No, go ahead. Okay. Kel, there are a lot of people that hate me in the wrestling business. They, they hate me. And, and listen, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of them hate me out of jealousy because I, I was very successful. I was very good at what I did. And I still make a living off of the wrestling business. So there are a lot of people that hate me. So when you want to talk about social media, and I mean, I was reading something about you today saying, you know, and, and I saw you say on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago, you felt you were the most hated mom. On the show, um, I was reading some stuff today about, you know, you feeling bullied and stuff like that. Now, I, I got to tell you, 
you know, and again, this is why I think you're in the spot that you're in. Since I did the, the Teen Mom show with Janelle, since I did the interview with Janelle, um, the, 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 the thousands, the thousands of 16, 17, 18-year-old girls that have kind of, you know, come through my door and that have kind of left messages on social media and, you know, you know, tweets and, you know, whatever, but thousands. I've been bombarded with teenage girls. Hell, I got to tell you something. Like I said, I deal with people that hate me, but the hatred coming from these young girls that, first of all, don't know who I am. They know nothing about me. They, 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 they totally could not understand what I was trying to say, but it was pure, you know, pure, pure hatred. Absolutely. I told you. Towards me. I didn't. Oh, towards you. Okay. Towards me. And here's what I want to tell you. That's why I think you're in the spot you're in. Because you have millions and millions of followers. And I saw it when they immediately ran to your defense. I saw it. So in other words, at 26 years old, you have millions and millions and millions of girls that you have influence on that are out there. And, 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 and like I said, I see these girls come with such venom and such hatred and from such a really bad place. And somebody like you has all the power in the world to say, you know what? Listen, man, I, I realize you guys defended me and I appreciate that. I, I, I couldn't pay it back, but there's another way to go about that to actually get results where you can literally spread love and not hate and make this world a better place. That's why I think you're in the spot that you're in. So like that, that that's another thing when I sit back and I watch you girls, what always runs through my mind is these girls, these women, you're not girls anymore, you're women. These women have impact over millions and millions of girls out there. And these girls are sitting there watching you and they're emulating you and they're, they're, they're basically living through you. Now, trust me, man, I know it would be impossible for you to be on 100% of the time because we all get freaking pissed off. I, I, I get pissed off on a daily basis and I lose it. But that's when God pulls me back in check and he says, Vince, what are you doing? Go back, retrace the steps, handle it differently, you know, make the apologies that you have to make. But my point is, God, you guys can have such an impact on the next generation. And that's why, like, one of the things that just drives me nuts is when I see the cast members constantly at each other's throats. But Vince, you understand why that happens, right? Oh, yeah, I I totally do. I totally do. Like, Janelle going on your show, I mean, I don't, I'll be honest with you, I don't hate Janelle. However, when she says I have a baby for ratings and for story because my life is boring, she deserves to be punched in the face. Like, that's just, we're not going to, you don't talk about someone's kids. 
I, I, I understand that, but, but, but here's my, this is what I'm trying to say. And, and, and I, I'm not just pointing you out. I'm not at all. No, but in You're general, I understand. Right now. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, there, there are, I think there's nine girls now, right? With, with the new one, there's nine yeah. girls. The, mm-hmm. I don't think you guys realize the impact you have on the next generation coming up. The impact you guys have is incredible. And that's why I'm sitting back thinking after talking to Janelle and then, you know, you know, I talked to you and then, you know, you, you got Amber and Sparrow on the other channel and all this crap. I'm just sitting back saying, if these girls could just sit down and have a meeting and basically say what I just said and work together and be a unit and really come across, uh, you know, come across on a stage where they know we are having an impact on millions and millions of teenage girls around the country. You guys could literally change the world. I mean, literally. And, and, and like I said, I think that's what you're there for. And I think there are also people that are being sent your way, me being one of them, that are you know, supposed to present things to you in a different way, that are supposed to show you, hey, Kale, there are people that care about you. You're, you're not the most hated mom. You're not a screw-up. We, we're all screw-ups. But open up that heart a little bit. Let people in because you're not going to see that until you let people in. No, I do see that. But I think that, like I was saying before, is that I shut down a lot of that for filming. So they don't, it, people don't see that side of it when I'm filming. In my real life, when I'm home and I have people in my life, I open up and you know, it's hard for me to film about. So that's what I'm what? saying. I understand that it's my fault, but my heart is not as closed. My, I'm not as cold hearted as I come why, across why on TV. You, why do you do that though? I mean, what, what, why do you shut down for the camera and not really I let really, everybody see what's in there? I think it started with my divorce with Javi. And when I, we looked at each other and we knew what both of us had done and the mistakes that we both had made. And I made a promise to him and to myself and my children that I wasn't going to put him on blast and say all the things about him because I didn't, I learned my lesson with Joe. Joe and I went through a very public split and a lot of it was on social media going back and forth with each other. And I learned my lesson that came with the age. I was 17, 18, 19 years old. So when I went through a divorce, you know, at 23 with Javi, I knew not to do that. It didn't solve anything. It didn't help the kids. The kids were going to the kids were going to see it one day and I didn't want to do that. So I made a promise to everybody in my in my family, my kids, my and Javi that I wasn't going to go bla- blast him all over social media. I wasn't going to have my friends come at him. I wasn't going to, you know, do all that on on Teen Mom and I thought that it was going to do me a favor because he had said the same. He wasn't going to talk about certain things. You know, we would respectfully say we were getting divorced and, you know, that didn't it didn't work out that way. So, but, but, me but, shutting but, down. But my, my, my question wasn't that. My question was, why don't you show the heart part on TV? The heart, what do you mean? Your heart. Understand. Your heart. You, 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 you know, you, you've got to. I can't, I can't show people on TV. I can't film in a way that people will understand that I would give people the shirt off my back. I can't film in that way. I don't know. How am I supposed to show that to somebody? I, I, don't, I can't 
prove it without it being genuine and coming across naturally. If they were happen, there happens to be cameras during a time like that. Yes. They didn't film me going to meet Janelle in New Jersey years ago when she was strung out and needed somebody. They didn't film me giving her money so that she could make bail to get out of jail. They didn't film any of that. They don't film when I donate all my stuff regularly on, on you know, and give it to people who need it. They don't donate. I, I get diapers all the time. I give them away for free. Like I do this all the time. Like I would give anyone the shirt off my back, but I can't, I can't show that unless the cameras are there on a regular basis to film those things that happen. Do you know what I'm saying? That, that they're I do, not there I do for know that. what you're saying, but Kale, when, when, when those things are going to happen, you mean to tell me that you, I, and I don't know. I mean, I'm asking you, I honestly don't know because, Hey, listen, if this is the case, I think MTV is missing the boat because, you know, as a guy that wrote wrestling all all people are shades of gray. Okay, you have a good side and you have a bad side. None of us wear a white hat all the time. None of us wear a black hat all the time. Good people do bad things. Bad people do good things. And and if if MTV is just showing the bad things, I think that's a huge, huge, huge mistake and a huge flaw. So, like, my question to you is, say Janelle strung out and you're going to see her. You mean to tell me, like, you don't have the opportunity to say, hey, MTV, I'm going to see Janelle. I want to help her out. I want you guys to film this because I want the I want the, the millions of teenage girls that follow me to see that you you don't have the option of doing that. When that happened, when I went to go see Janelle, they did not film that. It was not an option to film that. And there wasn't because the fourth wall wasn't broken at that time. So now we can acknowledge the cameras in the room. Now we can, you know, they can do story crossovers. They can do all kinds of things. But at that time, they were not filming things like that. So, um, so, you know, well, well, that, just that, like that, my, that, my graduation, that, I, every, you know, people, Janelle got a uh, special on her, on her exes, the X-Files. Chelsea got a love, her love story. That's great. But nobody talked, it's barely talked about that I'm the only one on the franchise that has a degree. And, you know, yeah, it took me damn near seven years to get it, but I got it. They don't, they didn't cover that the way that I would have liked. They don't cover certain things. I have to beg them to cover certain things because I want to show good things, but that's not what sells. Drama sells. So yeah. me having a good heart sometimes is not going to, it's not enough. Yeah, but man, I, I got I, I hear you loud and clear, but I, I think they're making a huge mistake because I think it's well, about. Well, tell them that, not me, because I've I'd tried. Be I, 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 hey, listen, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I, I've, been, uh, I've been texting and emailing uh, uh, a Kristen, because that's the only one I met through Janelle's show, um, yeah. because there are a few things that I would like to say, and, and she's not gotten back to me. And I'm glad that, you know, I think JC is your producer. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to see if I could, uh, you know, speak to him because, like like I said, man, I've been watching this for nine years, and I'm a television guy, and, and, and they're not showing that other side. And, and if they think people only want to see the drama and they only want to see the controversy and they don't want to – then they, they are making a huge mistake. And, and, and that's the thing. They're just as responsible, MTV is, for the audience of those young girls that are watching because they have control over that too. So that's mm-hmm. why I think it's a huge mistake to just show the negative and not the positive, because like I said, you know, you got millions of people that are influ- influenced, which also now tells me if all you girls could come together and be on the same page, whether than be, you know, alienated and have heat, and have issues, and a lot of that with Teen Mom is 
you know, drumming up, you know, no doubt about that. But that's the thing. If all of you could come together on a united front, do you understand how much more power you would have in getting your message out your way through MTV? If all of a sudden MTV isn't dealing with all these girls individually, but they're dealing with nine women on, 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 on the same front who want A, B, C, and D, do you not understand how much more impact that might have in getting your message across? I mean, yeah, we've there have been times where all of us got along. There was a time where the, none of the cast members fought. That's pretty new. I mean, Janelle and I had our ups and downs, but aside from that, I mean, we've all been, I mean, we've been on book tours together. We've done, you know, crossovers before and it's been great, but for, I don't know. I mean, just like Janelle said in the, in her, in your podcast, like I couldn't tell you really where it all stemmed from, but um, no, I mean, that's just not, they don't want to show that. And you know, it is what it is. And I think there's not much that we could do. I mean, I, there's at this point, I don't know that there's any coming back to having a united front at this point. Yeah, I, I, I got to be honest with you. And it kind of saddens me because with, with what's been happening lately, and there's so much happening right now. I mean, you know, you, you got Sarah doing, you know, you got the stuff that happened with David yesterday. It, it, it almost seems to me like the, the shows are getting a little out of hand and they're kind of getting to a place that MTV really doesn't want. Like almost like they pushed it too far. Yep, I, I agree. I, yeah, I just feel and I, I, I hate to see this. I just feel like it, it may be it may be the beginning of the end because like things have really escalated to a very very serious point and and I hate to see that I mean because I know listen man you you guys all make a good living uh, you know and and you know you you have become television stars you've got kids that you've got to care for I would hate to see that happen. That's why I just wish there was some way you guys could. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. I can agree with you there. I I definitely, the fights at the last reunion, the fights that are going on right now, I didn't sign up for this. That's not what I signed up for. I didn't sign my kids up for this. So, I mean, if something doesn't change, I don't, I mean, I would have to agree with you. Um, But I just, there's, I don't think that there's any coming back at this point. Like, I, I, I couldn't. My feelings on Jan- I don't hate Janelle, but I think I, I based on what she said on your podcast about me, I, there's just no coming back. And I know that she's talked about Leah's kids in the past, and you know, you just you don't bring kids into it. And yeah. you know, same same goes for the, some of the other girls on the show. You just you don't do that. And so I don't know how they're going to even have a reunion with all of us together well, at Kel, this point. Kel, Kel, can, can I can I tell you one thing? Sure. If you picked up the phone and called Janelle, her my number's had- blocked. You, well, if you got her number and you called her and you had a conversation with her, just like this conversation you and I are having, you would feel 1,000% better. You you would no longer have, you know, in any type of animosity or – see, that, that that's what I'm a big proponent of. When when there's an issue with somebody, when, when there's heat, whatever you want to call it, we're all human beings, man, and we all make mistakes, and regardless of who's – it is we're all in this together man and i really believe we're all here to help each other out and i do believe that if you ever did that you'd feel like a million bucks Mm, she'd have to apologize to me about talking about my children so and her husband's um comments about 
you know, yeah, gay people and trans parents. So yeah. anyway, well, listen, Vince, can I, can, can I, ask, I, I want to ask you one favor before you leave. Sure. Yeah. I did this show. I'm here. We had mm-hmm. a nice conversation. Sure. I, I would love, I want you to come on my show because me personally, I want to hear about you growing up. See, the, the, okay. that's the big piece of the puzzle everybody's missing. And until we get the piece of the puzzle, you don't understand the whole story. And, and listen, I, I get MTV for not wanting to go there. I get that. But I don't think that helps you guys out whatsoever. I'd love you to come on the show. I'd love to hear about that. I'd love to hear about the years before 16 so people can can really get an understanding of who you are, you know, you know how you got here. Because I, I just think that's very, very important for you to let people know. Okay. And in the meantime, until we figure out that date, you can go read Pride Over Pity, which is the first book I wrote. And I literally wrote about every single thing prior to being 16. Okay. Well, I, I, and I will, I definitely will do that. But I also know, like, I will read that book and I will. And as in, but just as an interviewer, I mean, cause that's sure. what I do now. I know I'm going to sure. read that and have a million other questions. Okay. So I think you should kind of skim through it and then we'll the go from it, there. Yeah. What is, what is the it's name called it one more time? Pride over pity. Okay. And I get that that's on my Amazon. First book. On yep, Amazon. Or Barnes and Noble. You can get it an ebook version. Um, and you can get some questions from there. I'm sure. Okay, so once I once I do that, then you come mm-hmm. on my side and we can have a conversation about that. Okay, sounds Perfect. like a plan. Sounds like okay. a plan. Thank you for coming on Coffee Combos. Um, thank you for joining us, and I'll be in touch. All right, take care, y'all. Thanks for having me. Okay. Thanks for having me, Lindsay. Okay. I mean, how do you think that went? I mean, <clears throat> I don't want to... I, I didn't really have a chance to like say anything. It wasn't really my place to say anything because it wasn't my situation. You know, I think that right. um, as you know, your co-host and as a friend and as a fellow mom, I don't think some of the things that he said were necessarily fair without you being there. I think that if he wanted to do an episode with teen moms that everybody should have been invited and you know, if you declined at that point, then that's on you. Um, yeah, I can agree with that. Because then you would have been there to kind of defend yourself. And I'm not saying, you know, anybody was saying like untruths or, you know, whatever was said was said, you know, not my business, but I think that it would have been made, it would have made it a little bit more fair, but I feel like a lot of people that listened to it took it wrong and interpreted it wrong if that's not the way that he meant. And um, I'm glad that you guys were able to, clarify some things that were said that, you know, you know what your truth is and it's not for anybody else to say what your truth is. I think it was hard for me because, yeah, I do feel the need to defend myself a little bit, but also I couldn't defend myself in that moment. So obviously I'm going to come back and try to set the record straight about some things. I mean, it's not like they were speaking facts about things that like specific events like we did. I've never, I've not bashed Janelle in any way or bashed Vince in any way. I 
we talked on our podcast, um, you and I, and um, me and you and Leah and even Javi, like we've talked about events, like actual events. We're not bashing people on our podcast, whereas I feel like I was being attacked on without being there to defend myself on their podcast, you know, with Janelle making comments like I had a baby for ratings and stuff like that. Like you're making, you're, you're spreading lies. So well, to me, I, I do feel the it, need to defend myself. I think too, as far as it's concerned with, you know, the podcast, if Janelle would have reached out to you, I think you would have been receptive and even kind to her for her to come on our podcast and just like talk about whatever the issues are. Cause I think everybody, that is one thing that I will agree that he said that I think if you guys talked that everybody would feel better about the situation and kind of like, let it be, what do they call it? Like uh water under the bridge or, you know, whatever. I invited her on coffee combo. She didn't want to come on coffee combo. She would have, she rather when I, she declined and then she went on Vince's podcast. I think the whole thing is a mess and you know, you know we filmed um the episode for Teen Mom with Vince and then we just filmed this one with Javi and I, honestly Lindsay, like I hope this is the last freaking time that I'm talking about my castmates in a negative way because I'm honestly some of it is self-inflicted, I'm very aware, but also I'm just tired of the fucking drama and I'm tired of dealing with the negativity. Like I didn't get we didn't get this podcast to bash other people. I didn't get the podcast to I to fight with my co-stars. I literally we have the the podcast. It's a lot of fun and we talk about things that happen. If you stab a balloon at an event for Teen Mom 2, I'm going to talk about it. If you send me a cease and desist, I'm going to talk about it. If you are nice to me and you, you know, invite me to your fucking kid's birthday, I'm going to talk about that and it's going to be good and positive. But if we don't have anything nice to say about each other or, you know, you guys do things that are going to be talked about, then that's what's going to happen. So, I mean, it just seems like it's like a revolving door and I feel like I'm, in order for me to get past the negativity, I just need to not, I'm just from this point forward going to try not to talk about anyone and on my, on my show, unless it's in a positive way. Right. And I, you know, and if in the future, if Janelle like wants to come on podcast, we would love to, you know, have her on. Like we've given the opportunity for other cast members to come on and talk and have a good time. Like, I feel like we have a good time. Like when we have Javi on, it's a good, like our fun. And when we had Leon, it was a good hour fun. So, um, I think, I think that's good to, you know, just stay, try to stay positive about everything and just don't like feed into the drama because the more you feed it, the hungrier the bigger it is. The fire gets. You know, right. like <laughs> you can't win in that situation. So I think right. it's just best to just, you know, say your piece, but you should be able to defend yourself too. You know, I mean, you're only human and say your piece and move on from it. And, you know, it doesn't have to be like this whole drawn out lifelong feud. I think you're right. And I mean, Sorry, I will, I'm yawning. It's so late. <laughs> I will agree with Vince that I think the word that he used is you're a wackadoo. But like, I am a wackadoo. We're all wackadoos. I'm a wackadoo because I want to, I put pine saw in my toilets before I go on vacation. Not because <laughs> I'm a wacky, like whack job. You know what I'm saying? Like I yeah. do weird things, but I'm not like, I'm not like insane. I don't know. 
whatever. I don't even care at this point. Like, I'm so over it. I'm just, I want to be positive. I'm about to go run a half marathon in Disney. I'm pumped on it. So. I know. You'll have to fill us in on how that goes and all the, I'm sure there'll be a lot of trials and tribulations along the way heading to Disney. I'm sure you'll miss your flight and I'm sure like. I'll probably pee my pants. Yeah. There'll be a million things that will happen from like now until, until you actually run the marathon. So I'll be excited to hear, but I hope that you have a good time with your friends and um, thank you. We'll catch up soon when I get back. All right. Awesome. I'll talk to you later. Bye guys. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by wave podcast network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Babes and Babies, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. 